Jess Columbarder with ForConstructionPost.com, and we are here today on the Digging Deeper podcast talking with Brian Nagel with Caterpillar, and we're going to talk about future-proofing your paving operations. So, hey, Brian, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. So, really, there has never been a time where contractors were facing more challenges completing the work they have in the pipeline. From increasing regulations to dwindling workforce, it's increasingly difficult for construction business owners to find success. And manufacturers like Caterpillar, they recognize this and are working furiously to create and adapt construction equipment to help. So Brian, with the amount of construction projects on the rise, contractors, they need to be able to rely on their equipment, their technologies, and their people more than ever to get these jobs done right the first time. So. What technologies are available on Caterpillar equipment to help make sure the paving process is being done correctly? And how are contractors using this to their advantage? You know, it's a, it's a good question. I think one of the key areas is just getting back to some of the basics and, mm-hmm. and uh, designing equipment that's easy for our operators to use. Uh, we find that an operator is going to be more successful if they're more comfortable with that piece of equipment, right? So, you know, it's hard from a workforce standpoint to find good help that's well-trained on the equipment. And so, you know, making controls very intuitive for those operators, grouping some different features or tasks that they might do frequently, even down to the display and making it easy to understand. You know, those are some of the basics that we start with. As we get into the technology space, the paving in general, this industry is all about consistency and you get consistent results. So looking to automate different tasks is a really nice way to ensure that, that the end result is being done correctly. We have a really cool new feature on our asphalt compactors. It's a speed dial that has some LED lights next to it. And these lights light up in different colors to indicate proper impact spacing. So we all know that impact spacing uh, from a compaction standpoint is an important part of the process. And so we've got this easy to use dial that the operator can turn and adjust the machine's speed to be optimized with the vibe system frequency to keep them in that optimal impact spacing. So a really easy way to take a task that is often misunderstood or improperly done and make it visual for that operator to to set their speed into the green zone, if you will, uh, and get proper impact spacing. Temperature measurement is another area. You know, temperature obviously isn't something that's visual. Uh, Some of the really good veteran operators really have a better understanding of temperature from a job site perspective, but we've got sensors on our machines that are available that put the temperature measurement on the display for that operator. And this is a nice way to help them ensure that they're on the mat when they should be and off the mat when they should be. And so putting that visually in their hands makes them more educated and can make better decisions uh, from the compaction train standpoint. Um, Last, but certainly not least, intelligent compaction. Again, it's not something new to the industry. It is growing quite a bit in popularity, but again, it's putting more information into those operators' hands, allowing them to make decisions. Proper job site needs good planning, right? And then we look at, did we execute that plan? And if not, where are areas we can improve? And and if we don't measure uh, any of that, it's really tough to go back and say, well, what should we have done differently? And so that's where intelligent compaction really comes into play as we look at Some of the specs are getting tighter, the mixes are changing. There's a lot of little things that can be done to tweak processes to ensure that there's better end results. And without a technology like this, that can be a really daunting and challenging task. And I think that's a good point, Brian, because 
you bring up technology to make the job easier for contractors and workforce management is a huge issue for contractors right now. Not only are we struggling to attract workers, but we're struggling to keep them. So what is Caterpillar doing to help these workers not only get up and running on these machines and with the technology, but also feel safe and comfortable operating all day long? Yeah, that's a good one. The the safety comment there really stands out to me. You know, safety is one of Caterpillar's number one focuses, right? Whether that's in our factories or what we design into our machines, we need to ensure that that our customers, that our operators are able to go home safely every day, right? And so there's some cool new technologies in that space. 360 cameras on our asphalt compactors or a bird's eye camera, if you will, you know, giving that operator a view all the way around the machine. It just makes them more comfortable. You know, we look at the automotive industry and backup cameras now are are common, right? And yeah. uh, years back, people would say, you know, that's a cool feature, but, you know, I have pretty good mirrors. I'm pretty comfortable. But nowadays, if you took away someone's backup camera, you're probably going to hear about it. And so <laughs> it's just a nice little thing to put someone at ease to say, yep, you know, I can see all the way around my machine. I can operate this more comfortably. There's some other things that we've done as we think about properly operating a machine in terms of lockout or safety features. Things like having to have the parking brake on before the machine is started or on our small rollers, the operator has to be in the seat for the machine to start. So some really easy things to implement that ensure that that operator is using the machine properly and safely. You know, outside of the safety part, we know that a comfortable operator is going to be more productive. They're going to have a better chance of retaining that operator. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, whether that's things or features that we've built into the machine to make the machine more comfortable to use, you know, isolation on our operator stations or better seats or intuitive controls. There are things that make the day easier. And again, that's where that operator is going to want to come back and use that piece of equipment again. We often talk a lot with our contractors about this topic because workforce is challenging, right? And and there's a couple areas as we think about whether it's training, up-to-date machines, even just well-maintained machines, they're all things that can give that customer a competitive edge against their competition, right? Yep. And by providing a better environment for them, their employees. So a lot of features built into the machines themselves, as well as more of a philosophy for that contractor to help them maintain that workforce. And Brian, you mentioned maintenance, uh, and that's a big topic as well, because it's more important now than ever before to make sure that the equipment and technologies that you're using every day are dependable. So how has Caterpillar worked to increase this machine uptime, limiting maintenance needs and time in the shop? Yeah, that's a great question. I think of uptime in, in sort of two different ways, right? So unplanned downtime, right? That's mm-hmm. talking about reliability and durability of our machines. And this is something that Caterpillar has had in their DNA since day one. It's building reliable and durable equipment. But in the asphalt industry, that whole philosophy is amplified by the fact that we have a perishable product or we have asphalt, right? That it is at a temperature and it needs to get laid down quickly. And so we understand that the stress that comes along with maybe having an issue with a job site, you know, maybe you have a hopper full of asphalt, you have trucks in front of you waiting. And the importance of having a machine that's reliable and durable at that point in time is a big strain that's on our customers. And so that's why we work so hard to ensure that that we've got a continuous feedback loop. We're designing into these machines, making them better and better. So Mm -hmm. as we do hear about issues through our customers and our dealers, 
making sure that we can design that out of that piece of equipment to get that product more reliable and more durable for those customers. The other side of it is planned downtime. So that's really the maintenance side of things, right? It's the things you can plan for to ensure that you have better uptime. In this space, we're working on longer service intervals or group service intervals. You know, we don't want a customer to have to service a machine at 500 hours, and then there's another task at 600 hours. Instead, Mm -hmm. uh, we're pushing for, hey, let's align those to a 600-hour service interval. Let's prevent that machine from being in the shop an extra time. We've got longer service intervals, right? So our small rollers, typically in the industry, it's a 250-hour engine oil change interval. We're at 500-hour oil change interval. So again, it's one less time in the shop. It's less maintenance costs. That's better on their pocketbook, making them increase their uptime. We focus on less daily maintenance. So daily maintenance, you know, grease points, things like that, they don't necessarily take very long or cost very much money. But oftentimes they're missed. And when that daily maintenance is missed, that's what leads to some of that downtime down the road. And so the less daily maintenance we can require for an operator or a crew, the better. As we think about that day-to-day operation, we have uptime kits. Um, So for instance, you know, maybe the crew is ready to go. The machines have been maintained well. But hey, you know, when they brought in the roller the night before, nobody noticed, but one of the spray bars was broken when they tied the machine down. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, having an uptime kit for spray bars, for instance, where the crew can easily take maybe 15 minutes, swap out that spray bar and be up and running again is a really nice feature that we can provide to our customers. And so that's an area that we're promoting quite a bit these days. We have some service parts catalogs out there available to give customers an idea of what is available from an uptime standpoint to give them sort of those backups, if you will. Last but certainly not least is smart iron, right? The days of a piece of equipment that's, you know, a big chunk of steel with an engine in it are kind of over. And these machines are a lot smarter than they have been in the past. And so taking a lot of that data and being able to inform not only the operator, but maybe a maintenance person at that company, even our dealers at what's happening with that machine is really important to ensure good uptime. So we have a lot of dealers that are very dedicated to this in terms of monitoring their customers' equipment. It's a feature that is available. As we talk about what they're monitoring, you know, thinking about looking at fault codes or understanding maybe something odd is happening with the machine, being able to troubleshoot that remotely and being able to get a technician on site before that machine actually goes down. And the nice part is with the machines being so smart these days is oftentimes we can understand exactly what part or what needs to be changed before we even go out there that service technician can bring that part with them and we can get that customer up and running quicker or even prevent them from having downtime. So a lot of really cool things that the smart iron space is going to continue to grow. You know, in general, manufacturers, OEMs are working hard in this space. We know that our customer's uptime is extremely important. So there's a very big focus on that. And I want to transition a little bit to a different point that you brought up earlier about how our roadways are kind of changing and how contractors are being forced to put down mixes changing as well with changing specs and changing regulations. So we know that there's more traffic and heavier loads. So the mix designs are changing. And with that comes a change in process for paving contractors. So really, how are pavers and rollers adapting to be able to put down mixes that are maybe more stiff or even, you know, mixes that are increasing in recycled material? Yeah, absolutely. That's a question we're getting more and more from our customers. 
it's something that we spend a lot of time trying to focus and educate on. But you're very right. The mixes have changed quite a bit over the years based on the aggregate and the different binders or polymer modified binders that are in these designs. They are uh, challenging to reach density with. They're very stiff mixes a lot of times. And so for a lot of our contractors, they're maybe not used to these or they're starting to do more of them. And so that's where the questions start to come up. Really what it comes down to is temperature is an extremely important part of asphalt compaction in general, but it becomes even more important with some of these stiffer mixes. Typically they need to be compacted or you're going to reach compaction easier at the higher temperatures. And so really it comes down to proper planning like we talked about. Part of it is you know making sure that trucks are tarped, trying to keep that mixed temperature up as high as you can. Then it's getting good compaction just right after the paver. Maybe that's using a vibratory screed. And then it's all about getting that first breakdown roller on the mat as quick as possible because the temps are needed to be higher to get good compaction. And as those temps start to decrease, compaction becomes even more difficult. The more compaction that can be done right behind the paver in that breakdown roller position, the better. Oftentimes what we're seeing is that contractors that are using a pneumatic compactor are getting better results when they use that pneumatic compactor in that breakdown phase because they're increasing the compactive effort. They're hitting more density points right after the paver than they would be using that pneumatic compactor in an intermediate uh, rolling position. Uh, Another option is, is using two rollers in a breakdown position or echelon compaction, right? So instead of using your intermediate roller to bring that one up and run two rollers side by side, this is going to get more compaction again at those higher temperatures. Uh, and they're going to see better end results with that job. You know, the other thing that plays into this technology wise is temperature measurement, like we talked about. So that's a good thing to keep in mind to monitor that temperature to help them get better results. Great. It's pretty clear that contractors cannot do things that the way that they've always done them anymore because we are changing very fast. So I want to talk about some of the innovations that Caterpillar has recently launched that you think will really help change the game for operators and business owners. So I want you to talk about those innovations and kind of what would you say to those operators who are so reluctant to change and how it can really help their business? Yeah, that's a good question. Change is difficult, right? doesn't matter what you're talking about. People get stuck in their ways. It's just natural, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a new technology, but grade control on pavers, 2D grade control on pavers is something that's been around for quite a while. Almost every paver that leaves a cat factory has it on there, but it is definitely a technology where we see some operators reluctant to use it. There's a lot of very, very good operators out there that have been doing it for years and they prefer to run manual controls, which there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But as you get into some of the generations that maybe don't have as much experience running that paver, that's really where the, the gray control can really help them be more successful. And it can even help the veteran operators be more efficient at what they're doing as well. So that's a nice technology that's out there that we oftentimes hear about, you know, I don't need that or I don't want to use that. But uh, once you start educating them and getting them to understand what it's all about, making them more comfortable using it, they tend to gravitate towards it then. And, and it's something that they can't live without. You know, we talked about automation earlier, and we've got a really new cool feature that we released uh, this year at World of Asphalt for our pavers and screeds. It's called Pave Start Assistant. So we talked about proper planning. Uh, one of the things that Caterpillar does is we offer a training class called Paving by the Numbers. That's really all about properly setting up your paver and your screed to be successful and the steps in that process and what it takes. 
And what PaveStart Assistant does is it really takes those steps. Once the operator has done those steps on the machine, it allows them to save the machine settings as sort of a preset, right? And so, you know, for instance, on a highway job, the crew is going to get the paver and screed set up uh, where they want for the day. They're going to run the machine, but at the end of the day, they're going to want to set that machine and that screed back to neutral, allow it to relax. But the next day, they want to be able to go right back to those settings because they had great success for it. So what they're able to do is they're able to go in and say, yep, we want to select that setting that we saved yesterday. The machine will actually automatically adjust everything to those prior settings. And now they're ready for the day. They're ready to get the same results that they had prior. And so it really takes that automation to the next level. It simplifies setting up the screen and tractor for a job, and it allows them to be consistent. And that's the key to all of this is that consistency part of it. So a really cool feature. We're really excited to launch it. We had great feedback at World of Asphalt. We've had great feedback from customers. So it's something I think we're going to really see catch on in the industry. Yeah, and actually PaveStart Assistant won a Top 30 Editor's Choice Award from Asphalt Contractor Magazine. I loved learning about it at World of Asphalt, and I love that contractors can really save time and, you know, make sure they're getting those repeatable results. So that's great. Absolutely. Thank you so much to Ryan for joining us today for this Digging Deeper podcast, talking about future-proofing your paving operations. If you want to learn more, please visit cat.com slash paving. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, thanks for having me.